Android Live. <laughs> well, hello and welcome to Mysterious Mysteries. With Matthew and Mick. <laughs> did you enjoy that, Matthew? I did. That's yeah. the first time I've ever heard that. That's, well, it, it bodes well because it only goes downhill from here on in. <laughs> well, it certainly sounded very mysterious. <laughs> Particularly enjoyed the uh, vocal extremity at the end. Uh, well, that was my own work, actually. Was it? It was. Was it? Yeah. Was that yeah. earlier this morning? Yeah, 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 no, absolutely. Right, well, you as it is our first episode, you have brought a bottle of Prosecco. Right, I'm going to open it now. So okay. the inaugural uh, encounter of Mysterious Mysteries. So, mate, while we're doing this, why mm. don't you tell me how the format goes? That I have absolutely no idea what to expect. I'll be honest, listener, I'm pretty reticent <laughs> about the whole encounter, not least for it affecting me personally. Yeah. However, oh, are you ready? Ma- Matthew- oh, here we go. There Woo-hoo! we go. Bravo. Right, so how this works is basically I have written some radio mystery dramas in the old-time radio kind of vibe if you will and i think it would be cruel of me just to keep them locked up so i want to perform them oh cruel of you absolutely Ah, perform them for the folk back home and i thought who better to bring along to perform with me than oh thank you than yourself matthew a uh an accomplished actor. Oh, well, hardly. Would you like to give the guys back home a little... Uh, I have absolutely no... A little CV. Well, <laughs> well, we had the Matthew show, didn't we? We did. Literally break. tens of listeners. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? We did, we did. Okay, so we've got Mysterious Mysteries, and I've, yeah. I've literally been is this Is this the good stuff, by the way, this Prosecco? Oh, well... <laughs> The clue's in the title. What is this shit? Well, cheers. Cheers. Shit, hold on, hold on. Bravo. Oh, thank you. Oh, we okay. Go. We are actually seated about two metres away from each other, so... Oh, that right, was a I difficult that clink of glasses. Oh, I just uh, had a large sip, which I needed. Okay. Okay, so, how this is going to so work... So what have you given me? I've given you my first play. I'll reveal the title shortly. And basically, I, of course, will be the lead character... Okay. who in this story is known as the constable. Oh, gosh. Mm, yeah. He's also the narrator. I didn't want ardent criminality in it already. <laughs> we, didn't, we don't need no police up in Just, here, do we? <laughs> Just you wait and see. Right, so I'm the constable, and he's also the narrator, and you play the role of everyone else. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're going to need you to make do- clear distinctions in sort of... Tone of voice, gender, of course. Oh, there's gender and, differences. Oh, there, there are gender differences. Oh, so in the true Shakespearean Exactly, okay. exactly. Okay. But if anyone can pull this off, Matthew. Oh, well, thanks, mate. It's you. Yeah, he, he's joking, of course. He's, he's sniggering at me across the... <laughs> How dare you? Okay, so we've got all I've seen. I've not seen the, the script entire. All I've got is a, is, is a sheet of paper and a script behind, and it says R.I.P. B&B by well, Mick. Well, for God's sake, I was gonna, that was going to be just before we start performing it. I oh, was going to say the name dramatically. Oh, well, you can still do that. Yeah, but they've heard it now. I'm sorry. For God's sake. <laughs> I'm right. sorry. Well, this is the first in the mysterious... what happens when you work with amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the first in the Mysterious Mysteries series. Yes, written yeah. by me. I'd just like to yeah, emphasize that. Yeah, by me. That. Well, I've said uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Okay. Right, well, 
do you reckon we should go for it then? Okay, well, you read it. You read your title dramatically. Oh, oh, okay, yes. Well, today's mystery is called R.I.P. B and B. And now I understand why you needed to read that out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, you've just... In- I'm going to turn this background music off. You've just interrupted me again as I was about to do the narration. Can you just keep your oh, cake oh, hole shut for indeed. two seconds? Okay, okay. all right. The trap Let's shut. do that again. R.I.P. B&B. It was a bitterly cold evening when I made my way to the R.I.P. bed and breakfast for the first and only time. As the local constable, I had been asked by the hotel's manageress, Lady Carmichael, to investigate a recent spate of damage to the windows which seemed to have been caused by snowballs thrown at a tremendous speed. But as I made my way to the entrance of the impressive gothic building, sidestepping a most impressive snowman which blocked my path, I couldn't have foreseen the true horror which lay await for me at the R.I.P. B&B. Good evening, sir. <laughs> Sorry. Good evening, sir. Welcome to the R.I.P. B&B. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. Yeah. Do you see the production note above that text? Yeah. What does it say? Female voice. Right, so why are you... <laughs> Talking like Alan Carr. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Meg, you're working Good with what you can, sir. Okay, well, okay. voice. Okay, 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 sorry. Okay, hold on. Good evening, sir. <laughs> Welcome to the RIP BNP. I am the receptionist. May I take your name? Parker. Constable Parker. Ah, Constable, of course. Lady Carmichael has been expecting you. I take it she has informed you of the mysterious events we've been experiencing? Mysterious, you say, girl? I was told of some broken windows, but I'm sure there'll be a trivial explanation. Most likely the local peasant children getting a little overexcited by the unseasonable weather we're experiencing. Mick, you've brought class division into this already. What have you done that for? We've got local peasant children getting a little overexcited. It's a social commentary. Wait till you see the conclusion. A satire, if you will. Yeah, well said. Thank you. Forgive me, Constable, but I've spoken out of turn. At this, the receptionist, a buxom young lady with an exquisite ass, grew visibly anxious. To which mysterious events was she referring, and why was she so hesitant to go into more detail? As I was on the cusp of pursuing the matter, however, the relative tranquility of the hotel reception was shattered by a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> My God! What was that? It... it sounded like Lady McCormichael. <laughs> it's still... it's... That it's was, how is that female? That was very blood-curdling, <laughs> that scream. <laughs> what, that scream? That came out of me, that, that did, did, earlier today. <laughs> it did. Right. We sprinted to the source of the noise. The receptionist taking the lead through the maze of corridors and rooms that made up the bed and breakfast. As she ran, I admired the fluid motion of her buttocks and made a mental note to take photographs of them at a late. <laughs> what is this? What is this mush? This is mush. <laughs> this is... 
This is this is this all this, you, you this is all this, crucial to the plot. You composed this, this yourself, did you? The, the, <laughs> this is all crucial to the plot. Indeed. Yes. Indeed. At a later date. Finally, we reached the drawing room where two gentlemen, a medic and a reverend, knelt over the immobile body of Lady Carmichael. The medic spoke first. You must be Constable Parker. I am Dr. Smithsonian, and I'm afraid we have just experienced yet another grisly incident at the hotel for Lady Carmichael. Seems to have <laughs> perished. Bravo. I, that, got that the, was, I got the inflection wrong that, there, didn't I? Well, I have read still, that. you did the doctor, you did very well. Yeah, yeah, okay. well. A pleasure to meet you, Doctor. I have a lot of time for gentlemen of science. And I too for gentlemen of justice and inquiry. And on that point, Mick, yeah. are we not both gentlemen of justice and inquiry? Well, how? Well, didn't... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think that... I, I'm just going to take a sip of Prosecco <laughs> while you try and dig yourself I don't want to go too much into my personal life, however... <laughs> So, uh, where are we? Ah, yes. I have a lot of gentle... Uh, I have a lot. And I, too, for gentlemen of justice and inquiry. Quite. Oh, Lady Carmichael, this is simply awful. How could you... How could something like this happen at R.I.P. B&B? Do you have a cause of death, Doctor? Well, without my proper medical equipment, it is impossible for me to determine exactly what killed her. But judging from her injuries, there seems to be only one inescapable conclusion that I can draw. And what conclusion might that be? That Lady Carmichael was murdered. A general feeling of uneasiness spread among the group, with each eyeing the other suspiciously, wondering if the individual by their side was the one responsible for Lady Carmichael's demise. It, my voice has changed quite a lot in it's, the space. It's done, <laughs> it's done very well. No, you it was on. imperative that I find answers before they turned on each other. Tell me, Doctor, where were you when Lady Carmichael screamed out in agony? Why, I was in my bedroom down the hall doing science. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds plausible. <laughs> You've done a technical term there, haven't you, mate? Yeah. Done well there. <laughs> and what about you, Reverend? Blackcock. <laughs> Reverend Blackcock. Reverend Blackcock, you've been awfully stiff. Oh gosh, I see where this is going already. What is this what is this McHugh literature that you're reading to me? Goodness me. I'd like to just point out I did not write this. I have no part of this. I'm literally well, I am the hamster, if you will, in the wheel. Hey, both our names of, are going out on this, okay. In the wheel of reading, and that is what I'm currently doing. Reverend Blackcock. You've been awfully stiff and quiet during this whole ordeal. Can you account for your whereabouts at the time of the murder? Certainly, Constable. I, too, was in my bedroom at the time watching online. I'm not going to say that word. <laughs> me? What? No! It's going to affect me. I'll just say, no, no, watching hold on, hold online on, hold on. images of a certain nature, we'll say. Watching online pornography. A delightful performance it was as well. Two young ladies, not unlike our lovely receptionist here at the hotel, in fact, were engaging in a playful exchange before progressing into a state of undress. And uh, well put. And well, I suppose any further detail is likely to be of no relevance to investigation. Please do go on, Reverend. This could be important. Very well. One of the ladies began proceeding... Oh, Mick. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> 
This is one of one of the latest. Do I really have to read this? Yes. This is also on the. Well, listen. If you're not coming here to read the parts, then what's the point in you being here in the and first place? This is a man of the cloth as well. Well, well, well said. It's not just libelous, but also what, blasphemous. But also potentially <laughs> blasphemous. Read, read, read the part. Pulling the other lady's face into her genitals, encouraging her to stimulate. No, I'm not. No, I'm sorry. She happily complied for blah, 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 sporadically. I'll just read out some of the more uh, juicy adjectives. Uh, insert, insert various. The word household features. Uh, we will Household go, items. I don't know what was stopping. Unfo- into each other's. Thank you. Unfortunately, and love to of, uh, break. Unfortunately, wind. Thank you. I'm in, not, I've not. Oh, indeed. Oh, in yeah. each, you've missed that. You missed that sentence. No, there, well, I, yeah. <laughs> if you go back, just the top of page four. No, but this is this is sordid stuff, Mick. This is this is all crucial to the plot. Oh, is it? Yeah. Okay. In and to household break items into, into each other's. You missed a foot and apostrophe or, there. And to oh, break yeah, into, into in, and you've misplaced the latter one into <laughs> each other's. <laughs> Others uh, into each other's mouths. To what did what in each other's mouths? Well, according that. to the script, they yeah. break wind. <laughs> ah, yeah, well said. Unfortunately, right. their love affair was interrupted by the stepfather of one of the young ladies inadvertently stumbling upon the scene and giving the impression that he would much prefer they ceased such activities immediately, unless perhaps he could join them. There was an implication, you see, that the young lady's mother had not been satisfying him as of late. Oh, you, sorry, uh, you, you missed out no, a word no, you there. You picked me up on everything, him. <laughs> you just calmed out. This, it was you, a, you have worked with a director before, Matthew. Uh, you know how this works. Yeah, well, you, you missed out a word. I yeah. can't let you get away with that. I've been bollocked in the past. I should be bollocked again. Yeah. It was at that point that I heard Lady Carmichael scream. So I quickly <laughs> polished the bed knob. No, 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 no. <laughs> polished... <laughs> Myself, yeah, off, and then rushed to see what all the commotion was about. I can't read this joke. <laughs> I myself am familiar with that work, Reverend. I have no reason to doubt the veracity of your claims. However, if both yourself and Dr. Smithsonian have sound alibis, and I myself can account for the whereabouts of our receptionist, then Koo could have murdered Lady Carmichael. At that moment, we are all startled by a new voice in the discussion, a man whom not one of us had noticed entered the drawing room, and who spoke with a most peculiar accent, as if West Country by birth, but raised equally in the deep south of the US and Johannesburg, South Africa. Oh, you've done it now. (laughs) The question is... (laughs) Not who. I'm going to stop you right there. That's all right, wasn't it? It's, well... Southern. West Country... West... West country, sub- West country by birth, so that's going to be the predominant so that, accent. Well, that was the receptionist, so be- wasn't it? So we've 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 well, we've well, fired I, yeah, that well, shot I didn't already. I didn't put that direction in the script, so no, well, that's your own doing. It was artistic interpretation. Yeah, well, it? Yeah. I didn't. If I had an artist, maybe I could oof, accept. Oof, oof. Uh, West country by birth, equally raised in the in the deep, deep south. And yes, jo- I did that. Well. Johannesburg, yeah. South Africa. I've never been able to ice do cream. Something. Say that again. Ice, ice cream. That's all. Ice. That's all I can say. Yeah, I can't, South, I've never see, done see, South African. Okay. Just do West Country. Because I, I obviously is, overestimated your uh, <laughs> <dare> abilities. You. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, uh, not who could Let's have start been that again. Okay. You, you put, I'm, I'm mixed here. I'm, okay. I'm going to go for Deep South. No, no, go West Country. Okay. Okay. 
the question. <laughs> how do you do? You West do Country's Western. like, ooh, ah, ooh, ooh ah. the question the is question not who is, could have been murdered. Not who could have murdered the good lady Carmichael, but what? <laughs> And who might you be? You look awfully disheveled to be a patron of such a fine establishment. Don't mind him, Constable. That is just groundskeeper McAllister. A simple man, I know another, with a considerable (laughs) imagination. Now, now, Doctor. Let the man say his piece. The groundskeeper cleared his throat, preparing to speak. And after a careful examination of his outwardly appearance, it became apparent to me that he had recently defecated himself. Oh, please. <laughs> Did we need that? <laughs> it's all crucial to the plot. Yeah. It's, you'll see later. Oh, this is me. There, there be no need for a vivid imagination, Doctor. If you seen the things I did see over the years, oh yes, strange things. So there is. <laughs> Whenever there be a snowstorm, it started harmless enough back when I was but a nipper work in the fields. Carrots would go missing from the farm, you know. The perpetrator never to be seen. But it got nastier over the years, it did. Buttons be ripped off girls' blousers as they slept. Twigs be thrown at customers where twigs were have no business being. And then sure, there was the disappearance of the Williams boy. The Williams boy? Oh, yes, the Williams boy. Used to visit every winter, he did. Lovely wee lad. Awfully polite he was to a humble groundskeeper, doing honest work like myself. We remember it like it were yesterday. His mammy sent him out to pick up her medicine from the automobile. Terribly sick she was, and he was never seen again. All I could find when I went looking for the boy was an old tattered hat. Lying outside on the snow it was. His mammy passed shortly afterwards. The doctor said that it were her illness caught up with her, but I knew it weren't. It were the heartbreak of losing the boy the way she did it was. That was very dramatic. Well, well, it was, but you yeah. missed, again, you missed out quite a few words, well, and they weren't even well, libelous. Just like name, I just you well, know. you said like losing the wee boy. Yeah, that's no, the wee, kind of personal, the, kind the of working boy. class touch to the groundskeeper. Yeah, but we've got the gentility of the mm. yeah, no, it's, no, of the role in that. Yeah. No. Anyway, yeah. So these must be the mysterious events to which the receptionist was referring when I first arrived. Actually, now that I think of it, could you fetch us all some tea and biscuits, dear? Of course, sir. Two sugars, please. Yes, Constable. Just the one for me. Oh, you've got me on my toes yeah. now. Like, ah, you see, it's picked me up. Uh, just the one for me. Oh, no, I've, mixed, I've jumbled my lines. Just the one for me. Of course, Doctor. On... <laughs> Shall we start this bit again? <laughs> I think good, you can do it. It's a good scene, this. Yeah. Okay. Could you fetch us all some tea and biscuits, dear? Of course, sir. Two sugars, please. Yes, Constable. Just the one, oh, I've done it. Just the one for me. Of course, Doctor. On second thought, make it two. Yes, Doctor. No, actually, <laughs> let's stick with one. Yes, Doctor. Will you be joining us, Groundkeeper? Things not been the same round here since the railroad came. Right, that'll all be all then, my girl. Hurry now. Yes, Constable. You're doing great. You're doing great. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Is it me again? Oh. Room for improvement. Oh, but... what was the reverend? Reverend? He's... He was, um, 
He was the one watching all the porn. I I regret that I shan't be staying for tea, Constable. I've heard enough of these conspiracy theories for one evening. A man of the cloth cannot be seen to entertain such things while acting as a pillar of the community. If you'll excuse me, I shall return to my bedroom. The Reverend does make a good point, Groundskeeper, McAllister. This all sounds like the plot to a bad murder mystery drama. Say what you will, Constable. After all, I'm but an humble man of the plough. Good honest work is what I say, and what I do, yes, good honest work. But one thing I can always say... See, it's that kind oh, of thing. Where did, it, where did that but come But one from? thing I can say <laughs> that may change your opinion is that there'll always be a clue left behind at the scene of the crime. Yes, there's always left behind there. There's always something left behind there is. Have you checked the body of the good lady Carmichael? I turned my attention to the manageress's motionless body. Nothing immediately stood out as unusual, aside from the large piece of her head that was missing as a result of the attack. But upon closer examination, there was indeed something left behind that should not have been there. Something very strange indeed. Underneath her long, painted fingernails were several small pieces of raw carrot. When you've been in the business as long as I have, you learn to trust your gut. And my gut was telling me that something here didn't smell right. Something stank. Like a fart left in a jar a oh. month too long. <laughs> there was something so visceral. <laughs> there was something not right about groundskeeper McAllister. Sounds like but... something that happened to me at university. <laughs> well, we we can discuss that in the post-play discussion. You get... <laughs> <laughs> something not right about groundskeeper McAllister. Where was he at the time of the murder? Why was he speaking in riddles? And why was he covered in feces? I decided to play a hunch. Tell me, groundskeeper, in your line of work, do you still handle carrots? No. The trail had gone cold. <laughs> well, this is very exciting. That was a cliffhanger and a half, that was. How my heart stopped. How my hand trembles. Excuse me. I'm sorry. No, it's very well done, actually. Thank, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. The trail I, had I gone cold. Monosyllable. I, I was so sure. I was so sure I had something, but his alibi was rock solid. I could feel I, groundskeeper I, McAllister's cold hell in uh, that uh, word, no. That's it, not in the script. Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. I opened my mind to other possibilities, other theories, other vegetables. But before I could build anything close to a lead, my thought process was interrupted by a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> <laughs> You've fudged I, that, haven't you? <laughs> You've hit the wrong button, haven't you, Mick? He has. But... You've by a blood-curdling scream. <laughs> Good. Oh, we'll just brush over that, that little... Excellent. Thank, thank you. Yeah, we'll do that again. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like me cooking <laughs> toast this morning. Uh, oh, it's me. Yeah. Good God. That's... <laughs> Good God. That sounded like it came from Reverend from the Reverend's bedroom. Myself and the good doctor sprinted as quickly as we could, while groundskeeper McAllister struggled far behind, burdened by his wooden leg. Can you stop reading ahead? Sorry, I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, you carry burdened on. by his wooden leg. But it was no use, for the reverend's body lay soaked in urine on his bed, his head blown clean off his neck, and next to him was the hotel receptionist, hanging motionless, motionless from the ceiling. 
by a woolen scarf. Constable, as a professional science doctor, as well as a homosexual, I should attend to the reverend. Very well, doctor, but be quick, damn it. He hasn't got much time. Smithsonian pulled out his stethoscope and desperately searched for a heartbeat, but his search was destined to be in vain. We'd been too late. The reverend had perished. The good doctor sighed and picked himself up to walk to the reverend's head, which lay on an armchair on the other side of the room. Showing great dignity, the doctor gently closed the eyelids of the head, eyelids of the head, and reached over to the reverend's computer to shut down the pornographic videos he had been watching before his grisly murder. I tried to I'd protect <laughs> you from that, listener, from the earlier, but it simply hasn't worked. It was clearly crucial to the plot. Yeah. You, uh, That's why it was crucial to the plot. Yeah, yeah indeed. Grisly murder. Only then did groundskeeper McAllister finally arrive at the devastating scene, panting and covered in vomit. If it struck again, Doctor, it be sure to have left clues. Go ahead, Smithsonian. Check both bodies. A thorough examination like you would give one of your gentlemen visitors. I'm searching, Constable, but nothing seems to be out of the ordinary. Let's see. A pocket watch? No, no, that's quite normal. The Reverend was a man who despised tardiness. Uh, What's this? Uh, Oh, never mind, just some photographs of the receptionist bathing. Can you see her ass? Indeed you can. I'm going to need to take those in as evidence, Doctor. Very well. <laughs> hold, hold on. This is this liquid his body is drenched in. It tastes <laughs> nothing like urine. No, that's not the Reverend's urine at all. It's some kind of iced water, perhaps? You appear to be enjoying that line disproportionately, Meg. Is there, are you <laughs> leading me on? No, Is no, this no, the no, second flavorian light made Curious! The Reverend was quite dry when he left the drawing room. And now that I think about it, the receptionist was not wearing a scarf either. Where did she find that tattled old thing to hang herself with? My God, it really be back. Come back to finish the job it started all them years ago it has. And it won't stop, Constable. No, it won't stop. Not till it's murdered us all. Even an humble man of the plough such as myself. Good, honest work. I walked to the body of the receptionist and picked up my tea and biscuits from the tray next to her. I sipped at the warm liquid, mulling over recent events, and noticed she had forgotten to remove the tea bag, leaving the beverage a little too strong for my liking. I turned to the groundskeeper, pointing towards the bedroom window with a chocolate digestive, and asked him what I should have asked from the outset. What is out there, McAllister? What is this thing that wants to kill us all? The snowman! going to stop things there but it's yeah. that was a production note a very clear one before the um, words the snowman can, can you sorry. read them out for the people i do apologize what does it, it say it did say long pause I and, expect- and how long was the pause you left it was- a- about a fraction of a second i i left a brief that's like pause. the big the most crucial part of the entire that's the big reveal i'm so sorry yeah. well it's a, it's it's the risk that you take for, for not letting well, me you, see it you, in advance. When, when you don't get professionals. To... <sighs> How dare you. Long po- So was that was that the the paroxysm of the piece? I'm going to say yes. Oh, really? Because I don't know what paroxysm <laughs> means. We'll say it was. We'll say it was. You see, we're reading... Oh, I'm not the mic. We're mm. leading to the illiterati here. The, the illiterati. <laughs> <laughs> 
How dare I? How dare... Don't, don't get too comfortable. We're only no, halfway no. through it. Oh, Wait, oh, 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 oh no, no. Oh no, oh, we're no. on page nine. There's only that, fourteen no, that was left. The, yeah, that was the. Uh, that was the big reveal. Okay, so okay. this is this is the denouement. Oh, indeed. Yeah. Oh, well done. Mm, thank you. <laughs> right, you carry on. So, uh, it's you now. Okay. Uh, oh yeah, let's just do that again. <laughs> A snowman? You must think me a fool, McAllister. Dr. Smithsonian was correct all along. You and your vivid imagination are not to be trusted. Say what you will, Constable, but I seen it with me own eyes. I be minding me own business. Work in the fields, good honest work, humble work. And like a flash, I see it. Man of the plough that I am. You like that phrase, don't you, mate? Oh, yeah. I see it out of the corner of me eye. There'll be no doubt in what it is. It's the snowman, all right. Every night there'd be a snowstorm, he'd be not far away, and the terror follows him wherever he go. I warned Lady Carmichael, I did. I warned them all, but not one of them listened. No, they wouldn't listen to an old farmhand. Have you been drinking again, they'd ask. You smell of piss, they'd say. They had no time for a simple man like myself, but I knew what I seen. It be the snowman constable, and you be wise to take heed of me words. This is all very well, groundskeeper, but I too have seen the snowman. It stood in the path at the front of the building as I first arrived, and quite harmless it was too. You, you saw it on the front path, constable? Yes, yes, that's right. But I saw it. Two, only a little while before Lady Carmichael was murdered. I saw it through my bedroom window, but my window was, does not overlook the front of the hotel, not even close. Constable, I saw the snowman in the rear gardens. So it was true. McAllister had been right all along. I cursed myself for being such a fool. The bits of carrot under Lady Carmichael's nails, the ice water in which the reverend lay, the scarf from which the receptionist hang, the groundskeeper's feces-soaked clothing. No, no, that bit could not be explained. <laughs> How but, rude. How but, <laughs> but the rest all made sense. But before I could formulate a plan to tackle this great frosty menace, the lights in the room went out. Leaving, oh, sorry. <laughs> Leaving us standing in complete darkness. It's here. Where? I can't see it. He's got me. He's got me. Help. Oh. Ah, ah. It says all characters shouting and screaming. Oh, ah, ah, no. No. Is there a horse oh, in there? No. <laughs> okay. was, oh, hold on. Oh. As the light came back on. My eyes found Dr. Smithsonian lying on the ground, mortally wounded, with a carrot in his anus. Mick, Gra why? Such gratuity. Well, is this is this a key listen, light motif of the plot as well? Well, have, have you not have you not figured out who's responsible? Oh no, they, we've just said it's snowman. Oh, it's a snowman. Well, yeah, yeah that's so a carrot. Yeah, but no, for his nose. Why? His nose. That's not where it is. <laughs> It's where it was in the it's snowman. It's another orifice. Well, where else are you going to put it? Well, well, he could have it lying next to him. Okay. It could be <laughs> a, a little bow on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you interrupted me, Minflo. Outrageous. Carrot in his anus. Groundskeeper McAllister stood by his side, now covered head to toe in male ejaculate. Now this is I, getting silly, I, isn't it? We were I, silly at the start. We're it was, silly again. <laughs> 
R.I.P. You don't have to be here, okay? You don't have to be here. You wanted to do this. The girl's got to eat. Well, okay, a bit too much. I clasped the the doctor's hand to provide comfort in his final moments, and as his breath dispersed into the chilled air, he let out a long, distinguished fart. (laughs) I'm not saying anything. (laughs) I'm not saying anything. I'm not saying anything. Oh, look, it's the constable. I feel cheapened. I think I need a break. We have a little sip of Prosecco. I've been cheapened by this. I'm actually crying. No, you've you've cheapened. I'm sitting here. I'm sweating. I'm fair sweating like a wee stirk. We've got... We've got the constable up next. Constable's yes. in space. Right, sorry, he, hold on. He's recovered himself. Hold on, okay. And go. we've lost him. Right, it's just like we practice at the Globe, Matthew. Yeah, indeed. Right. <laughs> Too much blood has been shed this evening, groundskeeper. Lady Carmichael, Reverend Blackcock, the other girl, and now the good doctor. It's a terrible shame, it is. Oh, yes, a terrible shame. Just an humble farmer here, I am, constable. Honest work is what I do. Not cut out for... Are you finished with those biscuits, McAllister? Oh, yes, help yourself. Thank you. I really am quite famished. Do you think you could pass me that carrot as well? Now, which carrot would that be, sir? Uh, the one lodged in Dr. Smithsonian's rectum, groundskeeper. Oh, yes, there you are, constable. <laughs> Excellent. Mmm. Oh, yeah. Mmm, <laughs> that's delicious. <laughs> Uh, I'll be with you in a second, McAllister. Mm. Just need to finish this. Mm. Yes, lovely. Mm. Terrible business, this all, isn't it? Terrible, so it is, after all. I'm just a simple... Well, I be damned. Who you recognise that voice any day? Constable, it be the Williams boy. I'm coming for you. No, McAllister, wait. It's a trap. You'll... But it was useless. The damned fool had taken the bait and gone running towards the sound of the boy's voice, which seemed to come from the front grounds of the hotel. I decided to follow at a distance with my weapon in hand. I was due to retire from the force the following day, and I'd be damned if I was going to let some icy punk spoil my plans. And so, once I made it to the reception, I slowly opened the door with my spare hand. But it was too late. There in front of me, with groundskeeper McAllister trapped beneath its enormous foot, stood the great bulk of the snowman. Ice to see you, constable. There is snowman I'd rather see. Did you think I would give you the cold shoulder? Or perhaps that I'd have a meltdown? <laughs> of course not. This is snow joke. <laughs> you are treading on thin ice. Constable, I don't frostbite. No one else needs... You did very well there, that by the way. That was excellent, Thank wasn't you. it? Yeah, it's good writing as yeah, well. Excellent. No one else needs to get hurt here, snowman. Let's all take a breath and try to talk this out. 
What is it you want? A new scarf? A freezer for the summer? Photo of the receptionist bathing? We can get you all those things. Just let McAllister grow. Go. <laughs> you are truly a fool, Constable. Do you think I want those things? I have them already. No, I want what I want is much sweeter, much more desirable, although the receptionist does have a lovely backside. What I want, Constable, is vengeance. For too long your people have treated my kind with the deepest cruelty, bringing us into the world under a pretense of joy only to abandon us, to die in the afternoon sun. Or worse still, drown us in boiling water. You call yourselves a civilized people and think of me as a monster. But ask yourself, Constable, where is the civility in genocide? Is it not fact that your people are monsters? Well, oh, sorry, I've you were doing there. so well. Um, that last is it sentence. not in fact that your? No, that, oh, I'll do it again. Is it not in fact? Your people, who are the monsters? What, of all the lines, the mess. I thought that, that was, was a really that nice. That was a pertinent social yeah, commentary. Yeah, exactly. Now, do you see? It you was. might have thought this is a bit silly. No, but there are bigger issues here that, that we're was addressing. A, that was a key. Mm. That was a key yeah, theme of modern society. Do you like this, how we're in the snow, snowy storm at the moment? No, it feels very. Well, actually, it sounds more like the beach. Yeah. It is actually summer at the time we're recording this. Yes, so I, do, I do actually feel quite hot, but this is cooling me this slightly. This is cooling, well said. Yes. And also alongside... Chilling, you might say. <laughs> well put. Yeah. Alongside the chilling social commentary that we're currently listening well, to, yes. it seems to add up quite nicely. Thank you. Okay, you've made your point, but we can change. Just give us a chance. Our people can live together peacefully. Just stop the killing, damn it! Let groundskeeper McAllister and me walk away from this. It is too late, Constable. This barbarism ingrained... The barbarism is ingrained in your blood. Perhaps in another life you and I could have been friends, but in this life we cannot. I will spare no human. First I will crush this man you call McAllister, and then, Constable, I will kill you as well. No! Please! Groundskeeper, get out from under him! Hurry! It will be too late for me, Constable. Save yourself while you still can. Don't worry about me. Just a simple man, good, honest worker. Man of plow, good, honest work. <laughs> and so I ran as fast as my legs could take me through the knee-deep snow. Behind me, I could hear the mighty bulk of the snowman's foot crushing the helpless body of McAllister to a paste as he ushered his final poignant words. Good, honest work. <laughs> Plow. After what seemed like an eternity, <laughs> after what seemed like an eternity, I made it to the nearest town. The sn- oh, hold on, I'm in the nearest town. There we go. After what seemed like an eternity, I made it to the nearest town, and the snowman, it seemed, had not pursued me. Was it out of some twisted notion of respect for an old constable? I don't know. But I felt sure that one day we would meet again. It's an impossible sequel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, indeed. For now, I though. Think there's a car the alarm me- going off. Uh, there is. Yeah. We're in the city. Oh, sorry. 
This is my, this is my closing monologue. Mm, that's right. For now, though, the mystery was solved and the case was closed. The snowman was responsible for the incident. That's really annoying. Isn't it's, it? it's getting on my tip. <laughs> the snowman was responsible for the incidents at the hotel. And on an additional note, the Reverend was most li- what? Uh, where am I? The snowman was responsible for the incidents at the hotel. And on an additional note, the reverend was most likely responsible for the recent surge in sexual assaults we'd seen in the area. I signed off my report and left it on the chief's desk. And as I turned the station lights off and headed to my car, I swore never again to return to R.I.P. B&B. Oh, and I'm exhausted. Well, la comedia è finita. I'm a little worried because the computer went onto the screensaver halfway through that, so maybe we didn't actually record it. But, no, you did. Well, hold on. Is it still? It looks like it's still going. Yeah. Anyway, thoughts, Matthew. That was we've no, completed our first our first play. No, we did. No, it's great. Well, well done, you. Yeah, thank thank you. you for writing that. You're welcome. Am I going to be dragged through another one of these? Uh, well, the well, yeah. We've got we've got. Um, we're going to make this a weekly thing. I'm sweating now. I'm sweating. I was nervous to start. I didn't know what was going on. Well, and you had good reason to be because yeah. it seems you can't read. Yeah, I blocked. <laughs> I blocked the bathroom twice. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. not mine. It's not mine. No, it's no. Like, it's it's my no, bathroom. We've so we're keep the window open. Yeah. Any any post play thoughts? Uh, well, anything that really struck you? About- I didn't like the crude themes at times. No, but no, nor the unnecessary gratuity. And there was unnecessary. There gratuity. was unnecessary gratuity. Yeah. Yes, I still don't understand the the beauty or the um, the 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 literary uh, uh, need for? for the for the the rather graphic insertion of the carrot. I was going to dwell on that. I just don't see why. What, what was the what was the rise, what was the creative process behind it, if you will? It needed to go somewhere. It's not going to fit in his ear. No, no, no. And if it was in his mouth, well, the the, the constable probably wouldn't have eaten it. It'd but, be unhygienic. Then we'd have his saliva on it. Well, indeed, but then we're right. Now we've got an, a noseless snowman, don't we? Or is that well, just, no? Or no, he, that keeps, more of a he, he keeps getting more. Oh, okay. Like, a Although, as I said, I don't think that's the last we've seen of the snowman. Oh well, I won't I be ruining think... anything. No, else. no, no, not next week. No. Oh. But um, I have a feeling we're going to see him again. John? Would you like to know the name of the next week's? Oh yeah, play? why don't you announce next week? Why don't? Okay, okay yeah. so next week we will return with another mystery. Right. And this one is called The Mars Poopiel. Nightbirth. Like <laughs> <laughs> the Mars what? The, like, so, uh, the Mars Poopiel. So spell, like, you know a marsupial, like a kangaroo uh, or whatever. But instead it's the Mars Poopiel. Spell Poopiel. P-O-O-P-I-A-L. Oh, yeah. Okay. Do you have any, any, yeah. any guesses as to where that direction that, that script's going to go? I'll be honest, immediate reactions aren't, and expectations aren't high. Uh, no, 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 no. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Well, I, I wait I'm in great... eager to get out of this room because it's a furnace yeah. and we have a whole bottle of Prosecco to get through. We do. So, we do. well... We'll wrap it up there. Well, thank and, you very much. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I look forward to going through this all of you next week. We'll see you all at home later.
monstery.